Good morning, afternoon, or evening, all my gnomes, dwarves, half-orcs, elves, and other strange creatures and denizens of the dungeon. So, I was thinking, I'm having some good early morning um, ideas, and so I have an idea. I have two ideas that I would like to go over this morning. And uh, that is the, so first of all, um, God. Let's talk about God. Now my idea of God drives mostly from uh, my Episcopalian upbringing. Uh, I, I didn't like church. I hated it. I had a, I have ADHD. And so I was just waiting for us to go to Sunday school so I could go fucking just play around with all the giraffe toys and shit. And so uh, I didn't really like going to church. But now that I've looked into it and the whole history of Christianity is fascinating. As um, you look at uh, what you look at the ideas of Christianity today and they are absolutely nothing like or, you know, it's just, well, okay, let's take a step back. So, in the time where Christianity first came was a very dark period in, in humanity where they needed these rules like, thou shall not kill, thou shall not steal, thou shall not, uh, thou shall not sodomize thy neighbor's cow. So on and so forth, because you could just do whatever you wanted. There was, because your gods at the time were like, hey, uh, I want you to bring me a goat and I want you to slice it open and eat its balls and I will give you powers. And the humans would go do that. And the priest who was probably tripping balls on some pretty awesome, strange psychedelics who had no idea what he just said. So in Christianity, you needed this kind of idea of, uh, hey, let's not fucking be animals. Let's not be savages. Let's be controlled animals. Let's be disciplined with monsters, as Jordan Peterson likes to say. So, I think that God is this omniscient consciousness that's just widespread. It has had many names. It has taken on many forms because it's very creative. It loves to, it loves life. It also, unfortunately, really, really, really likes death. So, in times like where you had Vikings and shit, in the Viking times, their gods were like war gods, Odin, Thor, Freya, Morrigan, uh, and you know, Loki was a, a trickster spirit, etc. Um, all of these gods telling you to go do things. Well, in that time, you, you understand, the Vikings, you know, they couldn't grow that much. They had to go pillage for food. That's why they would go and, like, hop in those boats and wreck shit. And so, in their minds, their gods was te- their gods were telling them, "Hey, uh, go do that, because otherwise you'll die." And God just kind of has that kind of weird 
psychic link with you of, hey, you need to do this, otherwise you'll die. And that's both a good and a bad thing. Because in a way, you know, it's your survival instincts. But then you can also become too reliant on that feeling and afraid of it. That's another thing. It's when I'm watching my emotions. It's very fun. And then I know I can't, I don't have to be that. I don't have to be. It's not who I am. It's not, you know, me. There's a fine line between your emotions and you. And you just need to learn to not react to your emotions. So, God is ultimately becoming nicer through Christianity. That's him saying, okay, okay, maybe I should chill out a little bit, smoke a little weed, I'll be cool, I'll, cha- I'll stop transforming into four-armed naked ladies who cut off people's heads. Um, I'll stop transforming into those for a little while. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. And then he's like, let me get it all out of my system. Just let me get it all out of my system. And then he made the dinosaurs. And then he was like, okay, cool. All these cool reptiles can just have war with each other for about 10,000 or 10 million years. 10 quadrillion years. And I'll just do that. I'll have one last hurrah. And then civilization time. I don't know. Listen, man, I'm, I'm tired. I'm still half-caffeinated. But you understand what I'm going for. God is becoming nicer. <coughs> and humans are just his favorite playthings. After the dinosaurs, of course. Because he's like, cool, now I can transform into these things. Pretend to be limited. Pretend to not be... Um, an omniscient presence throughout the entire galaxy. I can just be one of these things, or fuck it. I'll just be one of them who's really, 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 really strong, and they'll worship me. Because I'm feeling very lonely right now, and I just want people to talk to me. So, God is uh, changing. I think God was this, this, you know, this little baby consciousness that went around the universe and was like, hey, I like all these little things on these things called planets. I'm going to play with them and I'm going to be as rough as I want. And so then he's going to transform into this giant four-armed monster and land on a planet and then just start stomping on people. Start, you know, destroying villages and towns because, you know, he doesn't care. What, what would you do, to be honest? What, was the, what would be the first thing you would do if you woke up and you had godlike power, and you could fly, you could traverse the multiverse at will, like no vehicle required, just astral projection, and you can transform into whatever you wanted, and you were indestructible. What was the? What would be the first thing you'd do? You would, at least I know what I would do. I would wreck. I would wreak havoc on across the world. And then I would get bored of that, and I'd transform into something different. I'd transform into Superman, fly over and fix, fix my mess. And then I would say, don't worry, humans. That was in Parallax. He's a bad guy. 
and then I would make them form a religion around me. And then I'd leave. I'd say, fuck that planet. I'm going to go find a new one. And I'm going to go make... Uh, we're going to start over. This time they're, this time they're going to be bird people. So what I'm trying to say is God is getting nicer. And he realizes that, you know, I can't always have these little hairless monkeys running around murdering each other. But at the same time, I'm still going to do it because I'm God. And I... And God damn it, it's fun. Me, damn it, it's fun. So, I'm just going to let the humans be. I'm going to watch them. I'm just going to watch them like I watch my emotions. Like I've learned to meditate. I've been listening to Vishnu. He's a pretty cool guy. And Buddha, they're pretty chill dudes. So, I'm going to just hang out and watch these humans kill each other. Because they invented this thing called guns. And uh, I don't, I'd, I kind of like it. They're pretty cool. So, but then at the same time, he's like, all right, but this time I'm going to, I'm going to go in and I'm just going to be one of them. I'm not going to have any special powers. I'm just going to be a limited human being. And you know what? I'm just going to make myself forget that I was God. I'm just going to make myself forget. And then I'm going to throw myself onto this planet. And then when I die, I'll remember because that's the spell he puts on himself. And that may or may not be the sheer widespread consciousness that is every single human being. We are all God. We are all, you know, alive, awake. And it is through our will that we do whatever, we, whatever it is that we think we should do. We, whether we will go out into the world and face the chaos or we will create it or we will, you know, remain in our hovels and hide away in our hobbit holes until Gandalf comes and calls us to adventure. Bottom line is in this adventure, there is an omnipotent, omnipotent force and it wants to kill you. But it also really wants to help you. Because it's trying to be better than that. It does. It still really wants to kill you. Because that would be funny as hell. But. It knows better now. It knows it can't have all the monkeys kill each other. But don't, don't, don't get me wrong. After he. You know. Tells you goodnight. Tells you he loves you. And closes the door. He goes down into the basement. And he starts to work on the costume of your death. That he will one day approach you in. One day though. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not the next day. But one day. Alright, so that other thing I was talking about. Um, I was thinking, uh, basically. So this widespread consciousness that may or may not be God. Is, um. So. You know when you're, like, at work or at a friend's house or hanging out with some family and then you say something and they're like, hey, I was just thinking about that. So that means that you are really, really, you are, like, so imagine a net, okay? Imagine a net. And in this net, there's, like, tight little nodes and knots. And 
you, whoever you are closest with, is the closest node, not node, I don't know, I like the word node more, it's the closest node in your net, that is the consciousness of reality, and um, the strings between the nodes are used to send, to send information and emotions. And so you don't realize it, but you are a part of this great mycelium, this great moss, this great um, network of root systems that stretch all throughout the entire Earth. Because who knows, we could just be fucking fungus. We could just be mushrooms. We could have literally... We could just all be cordyceps in this new network that you don't know about because the greatest thing, the devil, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making people think he didn't exist. I'm just saying. So, let's think. Let's break some of this shit down. So, God... As we, as we talked about earlier. Um, he's very much like us. I uh, remember when I asked my grandma, Hey, Grandma, what does God look like? And she said, Hey, God looks like everybody you love. And I was like, Okay, I get it. He doesn't look like Odin? And then she, she, sh- shook my, she shook her head at me, smacked me upside the dome, called me a pagan. And then I had to go do chores for two hours, and that was kind of a pain. But it's okay. I still love my grandma very much. I really want to see her sometime. So, in this network, uh, in this net, if you will, of the consciousness, there is obviously people that you are really close to and the people that you are very, very far away from. And this is the net folding, or something along those lines. And when you get closer to people, they, well... They just, they're able to send you systems better. They're able to send you information better. Sorry, I'm playing a little bit of Skyrim right now. I'm playing as a uh, orc warrior female named Braca, and she's just, you know, kind of a green skin. And I get, I did the, uh, the war paint, the, the white war paint where it looks like a skull. And so now, I don't know. She's like a Ronin. Is what I imagine, and the Ronin are the are samurai who are no longer serving serving a lord, and um, they just kind of go out and do their own thing, kind of as mercenaries, bandits, um, so on and so forth. And so that's kind of what I imagine she is. I love to, you know, you already know me. You you know I love to create characters and shit, but. Let's work on our character, huh? I want you to think about that. When I said... When I said uh, we need to work on our character sheet as the title of the last thing, I mean that. I want you to uh, get a D&D character sheet and design it as if it was you. So the, that's your homework. Alright? Alright. Auf Wiedersehen, mein Freunds. Den- denizens of the dungeon. We will be speaking soon. <laughs>